0: Hello, and uh, another uh, Pons Peeps interview, or another creative interview interview of color. And I got Melaney uh, Jackson here. Now, the interesting thing is, I my first interview I actually put on the website was with Melaney, but that was for a long time ago, and it's not. I mean, I try not to bring it up because I know you've moved on from that. Uh, I mean, but you went through quite a career change. Uh, I mean, I mean, very different too, uh, from several years ago. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah, no. Um, and I have no. I'm like, uh, don't worry about that. I'm like, uh, def- definitely. Um, I have no problem with uh, talking about like past at all. I mean, I still, I actually posted uh today an old band photo of us performing, or uh, some band photos of us performing at Comic Palooza. Um, but yeah, like those were nothing but like good times. <laughs> okay.
0: Because <laughs> so, I, I remember yeah. you saying that you don't want to sing anymore. So I thought for that. The, oh, no... oh, no, I still sing. I, st- oh, no, I still like to
1: sing. Um, I just don't. Uh, I think the thing is, um, I don't really go to the conventions anymore. But I mean, there's a lot of other things. I, I think it's just a fact of me having the time to. Because uh, since I went into business for myself last year, it's been a, a grind. And if anybody knows anything about running their own business or know somebody that runs their own business, they know that starting out, um, you're, you're just crazy busy because you're just trying to, you know, establish, you know, uh, just steady income for yourself. You know, just like if you were an employee looking for a new job, you're just trying to find a job so that you can establish steady income for yourself, so that's mainly uh, what it's been so, I mean, I haven't it's been a struggle for me to start getting back into watching some anime because I know I've missed a ton Uh, Yeah,
0: I see (laughs) anime posters in your room So, uh, which I, I mean you were the first friend I've ever made at a convention ever uh, which uh, and I, I mean, that was with me and Sha- my uh, high school friend Shawnee. I don't know if you remember Shawnee Moon. Uh, I think
1: fr- I do. I'll probably recognize him if I see him, though. I'm sure. I'm thinking. Pre- I'm like, if he's on Facebook, I'm pretty sure. No, I'm she. With it's him.
0: a girl. So, uh, and, oh, and no, uh, okay. no, you haven't because uh, she doesn't uh, have Facebook. She only has Instagram. Uh, okay. That. okay. Or at least she got rid of her. So. But I mean, I was with her the whole time when uh, you were in that band, and uh, I mean, I've seen you before, or since you uh, started changing into fitness too. So it wasn't like uh, mm-hmm. you quit conventions. But I mean, I, I totally get it. when you're starting this out, it's taking up so much of your time. But I mean, say you get to a, a hell or a healthier, a uh, better spot. Do you feel like you want to uh, even go do a convention anymore? Uh, after or, uh you know when when you find yourself in a more stable spot and say yeah. COVID-19 has yeah. also gone too that's another thing but you know of course yeah.
1: of course, because I put that in my post too uh because I know Comicpalooza canceled theirs this year um they've always been run by great people but then there are some cons that you know I don't know what position that they're in financially but they're still Intending to run, and I'm just like, guys, this is a real thing, um, and um, I actually like prior to being a paralegal, I used to work in the vet clinics, and we would vaccinate cats against the coronavirus, so they had their own little strain. And I'm like, this is a real thing, so please don't go. I know you would love to because it's a con, it's fun, but don't go. Um, there are some like some of the bigger ones, um, just because of me. Performing with a taco acoustic, um, and knowing some of the people like you, and just knowing some of the others, you know, um, I would definitely go back to a con because I got into bodybuilding or started looking into bodybuilding initially because when I would go to the conventions after I lost weight, some some geeks that were into fitness they would ask me if I competed, and I'm like what does that mean? (laughs) And so I uh, looked into it and they just, uh, they pretty much just rebranded bodybuilding. They just call them fitness competitions instead of bodybuilding competitions and stuff. And so really, if it wasn't for going to the conventions, I really wouldn't know what in the world they were. Um, But yeah, uh, there would be, I would be going to less conventions, but I would definitely be uh, the way I would probably participate or want to be involved is as kind of back to volunteering, uh, because before me and the guitarists, when we were together, what we would do at some of the conventions, especially the local ones in Houston, we would volunteer there first um, before, you know, kind of like just putting in our, or like kind of like paying our debt or just trying to just get, getting to know everybody. Uh, We would just volunteer and help in some way, shape or form in uh, helping make sure that the con gets things done. And sometimes we did double duty. Like sometimes we would perform and we would still volunteer help out when we could, you know, because they can always use some help. They're never not in need of extra help when it comes to running a con. So I'd probably be involved with uh, volunteering and um, just uh, that's that would probably be mainly it. Um, Sometimes there'd be a panel that would interest me or I might do a panel in regards to uh, fitness or uh, since um, pretty much I still cosplay every once in a while. But to me, uh, that form of cosplay now is drag. Because I uh, I know a lot of people in the drag community or the LGBT community that do, that do drag and they're they're super into Pokemon gaming um, you know anime uh, comic books and stuff like that too so I still dress up but it's just in a different capacity um, the last time I actually I actually cosplayed uh, Carmen San Diego. Um, just doing a drag routine over in Houston's uh, LGBT community in Montrose. So, yeah, I'm not ruling out going to a con. It's just... It's not uh, just for right now. I I really... I don't have the time. I can't even watch anime. Uh, I can't even watch anime.
0: (laughs) No, I mean, that's... Educating people on uh, fitness, uh, I'm sure that's a lot. I, I mean being a teacher in general, uh, at least stirring out on it while you're trying to make this your uh, day job. I mean, I totally understand. Uh, I I mean, you know, whenever you can go back to conventions, they'll still be there. And, you know, people that you've known, including me, uh, we may still be there too. I remember you were in... uh, the last time I saw you was actually I think Anime Dallas, uh, and mm-hmm. you were in cosplay too. But there was this thing called the the Texas Heat burlesque. Yeah.
1: And... Burlesque, yeah. I still do burlesque. Um, but I do burlesque in Houston, so I still, I still sing. I still do burlesque. It's just like, like the conventions is just in a smaller capacity. Um, this is just taking, this is like a number one priority, or that's, uh, my main thing, uh, because my, my passion is more geared is geared towards fitness. And I've also been able to tie them all together. Like, um, actually one of the people that I'm training right now, she's like the head of our cabaret or our burlesque troupe. Um, it's like always, uh, I kind of just tie it in, like for people that are active, that are dancers, it's like, Hey, you know, you know, working on fitness or, you know, helping with your food can make you a better performer. Um, and sometimes we all know that those cosplay, uh, some of those cosplay costumes are not, um, the most comfortable or especially in this, in this weather, it's not a, the best to wear you know so you know getting fit and stuff like that um can help you better be able to handle um you know wearing those cosplay um for burlesque you know if you want to thin down but there's a lot of people that are very confident with their bodies I would never you know tell them anything you know bad or anything like that um but if they want to You know, be able to dance longer on stage without getting winded, because that's a common thing that I hear amongst a lot of performers. Um, Then it's like, well, you know, I can help you with that. So I kind of tied it all together. Um, But I usually do burlesque or drag or singing or anything like that when it's like, okay, am I able to fit it into my schedule without it, you know, interfering with what I'm already doing? So.
0: Yeah. I mean I, I see what you're uh, doing uh, as being a fitness teacher that's that does relate to cosplay and even uh I, I mean there's this whole thing called cost fit and that's where a lot of uh, cosplayers I, want yeah it's a, it is uh, why are you surprised by that
1: I, well I never heard of it I'm I'm serious I've never heard of it but that's that's awesome to hear like I've heard of uh like, you know, stuff like Fit Geek or Fit Nerds and stuff like that. I've just heard of them as terms, like hashtag terms on Instagram. But I have not heard of Cosfit. Of course, I've heard of CrossFit, like the actual box gyms, but not cost fit. So, Well, the
0: reason why they cool. say that is there are a lot of cosplayers that want to... They want to uh, lose a certain amount of weight or gain a certain amount of muscle to wear these costumes. So... I mean, for certain cosplayers, they make a massive deal about, you know, their weight and being able to fit in this corset or whatever. Uh, so, I mean, fitness does play a big part in the even cosplay, uh, whether or not, I mean, not everybody cosplays with that a bit being a big importance. But, I mean, there, there are uh, big cosplay models that they want to, or at least try to go to the gym as much as possible. Uh, so say they want to cosplay as the Hulk or something uh, I mean I know quite a few uh, cosplayer friends they love the gym and that does bring us to something though being that COVID is a, still a big thing I mean right now te- Texas is the uh, state with the highest cases uh, Texas is out of control with COVID-19 right now you being an online fitness teacher you have this ability to tell people that hey you know what you don't need the gym to get uh uh you know fit uh fit you have all these materials at home so like what are so what's what do you do for your uh job uh specifically with all this
1: Well, um, I I partner with a company, uh, Camp Gladiator, and what we've been able to do is just pivot real quickly. And uh, because I have my physical camp, and it was located at my daughter's elementary school when she went there. And then, you know, I guess just based on what I knew about the virus to begin with, I'm like, oh, it jumped to our species. Okay, well, hopefully it won't be that bad. Unfortunately, it got that bad. (laughs) And so, you know, we got put on lockdown. Uh, The company I partnered with, you know, I'm glad that they pivoted and they had the people that they did. Um, um, So, of course, my location was shut down because it's on a school campus. And the independent school district uh, right now... Since there is no stay-at-home order, I am currently looking for an alternative location because I do understand and respect the fact that the school district does not want anything on their campus until December 2020. And that's if we're lucky, um, but I understand it. We've been able to go virtual and of course I know a lot of other places have decided to go virtual. I also work out of a mom and pop gym where I do one-on-one personal training instead of group fitness Um, and right now they're slowly trying to get back things up and running because a lot of people are rightfully very leery about going back into a gym. Um, And that's just a small mom and pop gym that can be easily maintained. Um, It's run by a doctor and, you know, I see the wipe down, you know, it's not a big chain gym. So I, I feel comfortable going in there. I know a lot of other people don't, and I respect that. Uh, What I love about the transition to virtual is now literally I have had people sign on because currently we have a promotion going because people from all around the world now get to train with us. Uh, We were had physical camps in, I think, six states. Now we are, because of virtual, we are now in all 50 states. I think we're in, like, 15 countries across every single continent except for Antarctica. Uh, We've had people from Germany uh, sign on with us, Ireland. Um, I'm still trying to get in touch with some people in Japan. When I went to Japan to you know see if you know they're willing to work out or give it a chance cuz it's free it's free for 4 weeks and it's an actual program like the first week is very easy very basic i know me as a trainer i'm not going to have you work with weights you know you're going to learn how to do a proper squat you're going to learn how to do a proper push up and it's for all fitness levels i've had two knee surgeries so i'm very sensitive when it comes to joint issues. So, you know, if you have issues um, and I've worked with people that have autoimmune disorders and such, so it, it, it doesn't, um, I pretty much tell people you have no excuse. Okay. If you have this, I don't care. Okay. Come work out and, you know, do it. You know, you don't have to feel ashamed, especially virtual. I know there's a lot of psychological barriers with people, Um, They don't like to go out to camp sometimes for them and the virtual works because if they screw up or they mess up, no one's paying attention to them because they're too busy doing their own thing. And so that's one reason why they like it, you know, um, living where the part of Houston that I'm in, I'm in a suburb that is not one of the most popular suburbs or country places in the Houston area. So I always got the excuse previously of, oh, you live too far away. You live so far. I'm like, okay, well, now I'm virtual. So, hey, now you really get to train with me, okay? And it's, it's honestly very, you get a lot. Like if you decide to continue after a month, then it's a very decent price for what you get because you don't just have the opportunity to train with me. Let's say you miss a time. You miss one of the times to train with me you can actually train with the trainer who has a time in Florida and I think they're an hour ahead of us. So if they have a class at 12 o'clock there, then it's what 11 o'clock here, you know, you have so many access to other trainers across the nation, a lot more time slots and we're physical therapists, uh, or we have physical therapy backgrounds. Uh, some people have bodybuilder backgrounds like I do. Um, but we all care. Uh, there are some trainers that I have met that are not with camp gladiator that are really in it for the money. (laughs) Um, I haven't met a trainer yet that is in it for the money when it comes to us being trainers uh, with this organization or with this company that we have chosen to partner with. I mean, we even have, um, I don't, most people aren't into uh, track and field, but if anybody has ever heard of Marian Jones, she is one of the trainers that has partnered with camp gladiator as well. And you can hop onto one of her classes and train with her and then hop on later in the day and train with me so there's also no limit on how many times you can train with somebody as well so um, it's just this is literally not giving people no excuses to say no (laughs) Uh, so that's what I really like about it now so a lot of my friends have signed on because it's like oh now you train virtually oh okay so I can do that And uh, you know um, some people they can't do virtual and I understand that because um I'm not gonna lie it took me a while to get into it myself because I'm a bodybuilder and so that program doesn't necessarily work for me um but if I need to stay active or I need to stay and do something to keep my body going okay well then that's a good option to have especially during the the quarantine uh, lockdown. So it was a good option to
0: have. Now, I'm hearing something very recently that we might get into a second lockdown. Because as I already mentioned earlier, uh, things are going out of control with COVID. And I'm reading things of saying that, hey, if uh, you guys don't do something about this, then we're going to have to have another... Uh, for a lockdown. Now you have being able to have a, a uh, online class. So you're able to adapt to that. But I guess the other thing is that mom and pop gym, that probably will be off limits, but say, uh, um, what was I going to say? Oh yeah. For, if I were to present this and say, I'm sure this to uh, cosplay groups who are looking for a fitness trainer uh how do they even sign on if, to uh your classes like what are is there any cost to it or like how did, how does a cosplayer from the cosplay community just join at one of your classes
1: so so right so we're having everything through zoom and i've heard about the misgivings with zoom that's kind of like how do i say it you know um that happens with every single application Um, If it wouldn't be Zoom and Skype was the popular kid on the block, then it would be Skype. Um, But I have not had any issues with Zoom so far uh, with the portal that I use. Um, Have had really no issues so far. If anything, it's been on my end. Like if there was a crazy storm that rolled through, I would just hop on my hotspot and just go virtually. In order to just sign on, like right now, starting, uh, next week. Uh, and you know, I, you can, I can still sign up right now. There's four weeks for free. Like, um, what they would just need to do is just message me. Um, and I'm on Facebook. I'm on Facebook more than I am Instagram. I know Instagram does cater to a younger demographic, but Facebook, I like more because, um, I feel like there's more of an interaction versus, um, Instagram, Instagram is more pictures, which I used to like in the beginning. Um, uh, but I do, I'm more on Facebook and so you can message me there. I do have an Instagram as well, um, which is under, uh, Geisha fitness. So I, at least I know with this group, y'all know how to spell Geisha. <laughs> I ran into so many people that, you know, sometimes don't get it i'm like but the thing is because of what i i mean i'm just i just love japan it's not just anime or anything like that i love everything about japan i'm a japanophile so that's why i branded my business geisha fitness and that's why i made the logo what it is but you know at least i know you guys will know it but you can just type it in on instagram geisha fitness and it should pop up um if you choose to DM me or message me that way but I'm mainly going to be on Facebook but you can DM me either way the preference is going to be Facebook and what I can do is get anybody set up just like this next like I said this uh, starting next week is going to be the start of four weeks of free training and like if someone wanted to continue because if anybody has been around someone that has dealt with weight loss or if somebody has um, dealt or know someone that has been through that journey or they've experienced it previously they know it's not gonna they're not gonna depending on their goals it's not just gonna happen in one month if decided to continue on a program it's 29 bucks a month and that's a really good deal considering what we offer like I said um, other companies have pivoted to virtual, but we are the only uh, virtual online training program where you actually get to interact with the trainer. There's trainer uh, camper interaction like this right now where I can talk to you and cue you. It's not like you're, like I've heard, um, I think Beach Body, Beach Body, you don't get to actually interact with the trainer. Um, all of the others that I mentioned they don't have interactive online training with the trainer Um, they don't know them by their names Um, they don't you know follow up with them you know to hold them accountable because I know a lot of people need that you know they don't have that but that's what we offer so yeah
0: that is awesome I mean trying it out for free like you said for the next four weeks free that's a great deal to get on Uh, I mean, especially all this, and I like that you go into detail that I would not, I mean, I'm not saying that this is not something that fitness trainers don't do or anything, but, uh, you don't even just talk about, uh, you know, basic like muscle strength and everything. There was a video that I saw a little bit, uh, where you were talking about the eye uh yeah. and I, I thought that was interesting that you kind of went into sort of some detailed education about uh and how that even relates to fitness uh which i mean is, i mean your eyes is not something that people really uh try to think about when they think about being fit or you know in, in the convention costly terms cost fit uh i mean the eyes are kind of the least important thing but like it, how or where where do you see and just thinking about or, uh, or uh, taking education to any of these any of the parts of your body and I I think that's kind of uh, interesting because uh, I I would never imagine that but uh, if you want to say uh, for those who are like you oh, want all all I need all I need to uh, focus on is my uh, arms or my legs. Uh, Those are the most important muscles. Would you agree or disagree with that, knowing that you even go into description about eyes too?
1: Well, um, it's just a, how do I say it? It's just, I try to keep my topics as varied as possible. Yeah. Um, For the longest time, I was on food because uh, when it comes to any goals, you can't out-train a poor diet. So I was really about the food because that was a major part of my weight loss too was fixing my food. Cause I had, um, bad eating habits when I was young. Uh- But I veered from that because there are a lot of different things just to talk about that people just don't think about. And it's just all connected. Um, What I do say is, uh, because I do agree, um, and I have nothing against it whatsoever, because um, I do watch, I I try to look um, for trainers that have a physical therapy background, because the line is very thin between personal trainer and physical therapist. It's such a thin line. And uh, the ones that have a physical therapy background, I tend to listen to the most because they have uh, more in-depth training when it comes to the anatomy and physiology of the body. Uh, When it comes to, uh, I mean, and even physical therapists are like, hey, if you want to work on, a bigger back, a wider back. There are exercises for that, but I always say there is no such thing as spot training. And <laughs> um, I have run into a lot of friends that, you know, I just, I don't, how do I say it? I have learned and I have read not to um, debate anybody <laughs> and just, wait until they finally, it finally hits be just because certain people, um, I can't force them to change their minds. They're going to have to want to change their minds or it'll break through sooner or later. You know, it just depends on that person and it's the same thing when it comes to them wanting to lose weight. You know, I can't want them to lose weight more than they want to lose weight. So I do have some friends that even though it's free and even though it's virtual, so they'll tell me no or they'll still have some reason for telling me no and um but that that is their thing so when it comes to spa training because I hear a lot of people um for some reason specifically drag the people that do drag <laughs> I don't know why specifically the people that do drag they've uh just, and it's for performance purposes, you know, it's not the whole fact of I get winded when I'm on stage or anything. It's just the fact of, oh, I want a smaller waist and I want wider hips and stuff like that. Oh, I can't do push ups because that's just going to make my arms more ripped. And I'm just like, well, we, we can't just not do anything to your, bo- your arms. Okay. It has to be full body. You can't spot train. Like you can't just keep, doing curls and stuff. Um, I, I have run across people that cause um, a, a big feature or a notable feature on my body is my legs. And so a lot of people assume that I just do squats and I don't just do squats. There are other um, exercises that I do to give the shape to my legs, not to mention genetics, Uh, plays a factor me being shorter plays a factor into why I'm shaped the way that I am Uh, but for people that want to build muscle or you know lose weight they can't just focus on one heart it's it's literally all connected and uh, that's what I try to get people to understand if you know, it, like I said, if they're not ready to understand it, or they, they still think that they know better, Hey, you know, that's fine, but I'm going to train this way. But I, I train with a purpose because, you know, um, me, I'm a big fan. Um, I mean, obviously, uh, like I just mentioned, my legs are a notable feature on me. I do like to train legs. I'm not going to lie. I like to train legs. Um, but the, there's another feature because once again, it's all connected the hip, uh, the hips are of course connected to your legs, and then your core is all in that same area. So I like to train that entire area because having you do lunges is better than having you do a sit up, something like that, because you're working on your balance. People are so unsteady when they're doing a lunge, so when you're working on your balance, your center of gravity is trying to balance itself. You know, stuff like that. That people don't think about your hips. If your hips aren't warmed up properly and you're trying to do an exercise, that can lead to some lower back pain. That can lead to um, some issues when you're trying to do a squat. I mean, it's just all connected. So you can't just spot train one particular part because, uh, without training something else. It just doesn't work that way with your body
0: no i I mean I totally understand. I just think it was really interesting to even uh hear i mean learn even a bit about you know the ice socket and how that even relates to uh, fitness training uh i mean you you not only talking about this but having fun uh, you know just educating and I, I think that's really great. Especially, I mean, I went through 31 minutes what before even uh, mentioning that yes, I she, you are, are, are uh, also a creative of color. Which, I mean, it's another big thing that's been going on around, uh, I mean, Rise and Black Lives Matter and a lot of racial injustice. But, I mean, all my friends who spend so much time, and even myself, I spend a lot of time on this, too, because I think this is important. I want you to feel safe. I want everybody to feel safe. But you spend a lot of time on uh, just continuing on with uh, fitness and not trying to stop and... uh, talk about black lives matter uh and i think that's totally fine because i think what I, there, there are there are people who say if you're not focused on black lives matter right now then you're part of the problem i i disagree like i think self-care is important too uh and i always hear that only white people don't really uh, uh are not always focused on blm so I, uh, I I think it is very uh, interesting that you are choosing to just focus on this and keeping people happy about staying fit and not trying and not putting that on the light. And I'm not saying that it's good that you're not doing it or it's bad that you're not doing it. I'm just saying that you know, as a person of color, you're not you're at least while you're doing this, you're not bogged down uh, by all the stuff that's happening, uh, but, or unless I have that wrong.
1: Oh, no. Um, no, I'm, I'm glad you actually raised that, that issue because I was thinking about that because I have so many friends, um, unfor- well, fortunately and unfortunately, on both sides of the coin that have been very vocal about what has been going on to me unfortunately uh this is nothing new um I mean um I'm just my particular personality I'm a person that just loves to learn every single day whether it has something to do with training or me as a trainer or whether it just has to do with anything in general and I'm a big fan of history and so there's a phrase of course that there's nothing new under the sun um what's going on now is just no different. uh, How do I say it? It's different, but it's not different than what went on when black people were slaves. And uh, I understand what you're saying because I have thought about it. I have given it thought because it's like, should I address it? Should I not address it? I have addressed it a few times in a few of my posts, but they haven't been very direct because even though I am a person of color, every person of color's experience is different. So um, me, I choose to keep, um, and since I have a background in the legal field and a background in politics, I know what goes on in the politics as well. And uh, like I said, you can't really change or make people see things differently. They have to make that choice for themselves. Uh, what I've uh, noticed is that, of course, when I went to training and I see it as a good thing, is I am no longer politically as politically involved as I used to be. I I didn't see a lot of things get done, and it was very frustrating to me. And I still have friends that are politically involved, and that's what they love to do. And the only thing that I would love for That to stay is that they still stay bright-eyed and bushy-tailed, okay? Which is very hard to do when you're involved in politics. A lot of people enter politics and get involved and they have all these ideas about what they want to do to change things. And unfortunately, sometimes they get it so long in the game, they get uh disenfranchised. It's just another run-of-the-mill thing because they are left thinking, hey. I can't change anything, so let me go ahead and get what I can get out of it until I die. And some people just stay in the same position for longer than they should. And once again, nothing ever gets done. That's just my perspective. I wanted to keep my post happy. I'm like, I'm like, well, I mean, I'm an entertainer. You know, I sing, I I do burlesque, um, I do drag, and. Honestly, like before the COVID thing happened and even after the COVID thing happened when it's virtual, um, it doesn't matter whether I'm having a bad day or not. You know, when I get in front of people or I step onto a stage in some way, shape or form, my job is to entertain you and take you away from your stress. You know, and also on the other hand, even though I'm having a terrible day and it's like, oh, I don't want to do this. I'm still going to go out of there feeling better myself because even though I didn't want to do it, you know, kind of like telling people, hey, we got this class coming up. You know, it's like, well, I wasn't going to do it. But then I got your text. So I did. And it's like, oh, I'm glad I did it. It's the same thing with me on my end. I'm glad that I ended up training. you. I didn't feel like it either, but. You know, if I can eliminate stress or make you feel better, you know, exercise releases endorphins and makes you happy, you know, and I'm teaching you these exercises. So I'm getting a little bit of an exercise in, you know, we're all leaving this happy or, you know, if I entertain you by dancing and singing or something like that, you know, you're still left entertained or happy. I, you know, I feel that that's my duty or that is my calling is to take your mind off of that. Um, but I have made a few posts here and there um, just mainly because my experiences have been different I have definitely experienced my incidences of racism or discrimination and it's happened like less about six months ago in the area that I live in you know Um, but there are ways of changing it and I'm hoping that Uh, minorities will actually learn those ways Um, and I feel um, also I'm very lucky to be on a team in the area I'm in that is predominantly black. There's not too many people that, there's not too many trainers that have partnered with Camp Gladiator that are predominantly African American and um, I know our community sometimes tends to feel a certain way about this. They think that it's not, they think that it's not true and that it's false news, but because of our lifestyle and because of our culture or what we think is acceptable in our norms, yes, black people are more likely to get and to die of the virus. Okay. I mean, um, I, I, Trained uh, people in my own neighborhood because I grew up in a low income neighborhood, even though I went to a uh, private school. I grew up in a low income neighborhood. I taught classes for free at the community center, which also housed a library. It was a part of the Houston Department of Health. And I trained a few elderly people and a lot of people that have joint issues. The reason they don't get surgery addressed is because they cannot afford it. They don't tell me, but I know they cannot afford to get surgery done to help with their hips or to help with their shoulders or to have knee surgery. So they're walking around with torn ACLs and stuff like that. And they're overweight, okay? So that's definitely not helping the situation. And the neighborhoods are markedly different from a high-income neighborhood. You know, there's nothing but fast food joints, churches, salons, and liquor stores you know bombarded and you know covering the entire neighborhood okay versus a nicer neighborhood out in the suburbs or in a richer part of town okay so it's been designed that way and stuff like that needs to be changed but me being a trainer the best way that I can help my people and what I do now is educate them and tell them hey look you have an opportunity. Once again, you have no excuse now. Now it's virtual. Okay. You don't have to have anything except for an internet connection. Okay. That's all you need to have. You can use your phone. All right. And it's just $29 a month. How much are my people spending 29 bucks on? And I know it's crap. I know how much it costs to have nails done. It's ridiculous. I know how much it costs to have fake hair put in your head it's ridiculous so they can't afford $29 a month so I feel it's my duty as a personal trainer and me speaking with other black trainers on our team it's like so now we have an even better opportunity now we have a reach that we didn't have before and we can offer diversity and it's something that helps black people you know get of those statistics, because those statistics are real. My mom my mother, actually thought that those statistics were fake, and I'm like, no, mom, they're not fake. We are more likely to die because we're we're not going to the hospital. We're either too scared, we either or we get discriminated against, or we can't afford to go to the hospital. Uh, we're not in a place where there's not the temptation or the normality to not go to a fast food restaurant or a liquor store, you know? But what I can do is help educate them saying, hey, keep your food simple. It's not as cheap as you think it is. It's not as expensive as you think it is to eat healthy. It really isn't, okay? Let me show you how to do this. And also, hey, do these exercises as well. Stay active, start walking, even when I'm not training with you make a point to do this, you know? So how I feel I can help in that capacity. So that's why my post have been so focused on, um, the, you know, the other ass, the, the whole movement. I'm like my, my movement to help, you know, black people is through this way. Um, and it is a lifestyle change. So my mindset changed as well, and I felt it changed for the better, and I'm hoping that if more people of color start getting more active and start training or, you know, just start, you know, being more healthy, have a more healthy mindset, then once that lifestyle really starts to sink in, they will start to see the world differently and move differently and move better and move forward. So that's what I feel my whole role in the whole BLM movement is.
0: No, I totally get right. that. In fact, that is why I do these things. I uh, I' for the past two or three weeks, I've been using the hashtags on social media as things like black creative or uh, creatives of color. And I've been discovering so many wonderful, talented people that have been trying to get their themselves out there. And that is kind of my way, what I think is probably beneficial to BLM or something that you could do without having to go out there and protest, uh, because really there are so many ways you could support and it doesn't have to be just the, you know, get out there, possibly get covid uh going out there protesting, which I mean, hey, those who are protesting, great. I mean, they are making an effective right. change, too. But I I, mean, running an entertainment podcast, I feel like there are, there are also ways to, you know, kind of support diversity from the comforter of your own, like what you're doing right, uh, with the uh, fitness and what uh, I am doing by, you know, making this recording with you. Uh, Just, you know, telling how awesome you are and the stuff that you're doing with uh, fitness. And, like, even earlier today, uh, I started the day with an interview with a Filipina uh, dancer and entertainer. So, I am, I, I think that if you have a platform of some sort and you can help others, then I think that is probably the best thing to do. Now, I have friends giving me, or telling me fears of well, I want to help all these people, but I, I don't want that thing of, okay, I'm going to help this person. And then after I wrote a post about them or I shared one of those things, I'm done. I'm not going to think or talk about the or talk to this person anymore. And while I think that is a problem to have, like don't do that. I also think that it's kind of, uh, you know, having that mindset is kind of, distracting yourself from the great things you could be doing like uh melena you are a great friend of mine that even though if i i don't see as often in conventions every time i do see you i just really love your presence and you know i always give you a hug because you're amazing but uh i mean with with uh uh, and all these other people, I've connected them straight from or uh, right after that from uh, uh, from the interview to Facebook and I just casually chat with them or I find another business that is relatable to their business and kind of connect those two things together. Because I, I do don't, don't really want to forget about the people I interview. I think that they, I interview people with great talent that You know, the time that I'm putting out to make this, I think, is much worth it. So, I mean, what you're doing is great. And, I I mean, somebody could say, hey, you know what? You you should be focused only on uh, Black Lives Matter. I think you can combine the two uh, of what you're doing and BLM and kind of have that work uh, together. and, And not always have to put posts about BLM, but do things to where you are supporting, whether or not you want to be vocal about it or not. Because, I mean, there are people who are supportive of BLM and are doing things, probably just not, you know, sharing it public and, uh, you know, they're going to donate. I'd say do what you what you feel is best. And, uh, I mean, I, hopefully nobody has come up to you and said... Oh, Mulaney, why haven't you gone out to protest? What the heck?
1: (laughs) No, thank goodness they haven't. I think some people uh, recognize that... uh, Some people recognize that I do run my uh, business, that I'm a trainer. And then um, I also know that there are... um, unfortunately cuz i I've thought about it before when i've interacted with um a vocal uh some uh vocal coach that i uh, had because people people are interesting um in good and bad ways um it's amazing how many people especially when your presence grows when you become more public or more of a public figure when you put yourself out there um for anything um it's amazing how many people will not directly address you or talk to you. It is, it's pretty sad. It's kind of like, well, do you not think I'm an adult? Do you think that I'm just gonna, you know, act like a child because you have a question to ask, or if you had a concern, you know, it's amazing how many people will talk to somebody else and ask them a question as if I am that person and I'm not. So I I am aware that people will go to other people and give them their concerns or question them to ask them, hey, is Melanie like doing this? Or, you know, why did she say this? And it's like, why can't y'all just ask me? <laughs> and it's amazing that they won't. So there is... Some type of it, uh, some type of barrier, and I know for some people it's intimidation. Um, I know how do I say this? When I was physically in the gym, when I was an employee at a gym, and I was there a lot. Some people, until I start talking to them, especially guys, and it just blows me away because I'm only five feet tall. I'm so short, and when I start talking to them randomly about something. Or something, and this is their first time talking to me. They will just straight up say, um, "At first, I wasn't." I mean, like, I like. I'm, don't get me wrong. I'm still a little intimidated, but they're intimidated by me just because of my looks. Because sometimes I have bigger muscles than they do, or it's just I'm just I I look I guess imposing. I'm like I don't get it because I'm used to my body and I'm 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 short, so most people talk tower over me. So I'm like, how can I be so intimidating? But I know my looks are a factor and the way that I carry myself, the way I present myself. um, I have some friends that are pretty up there and, you know, in class and I have some friends like Garth Brooks says, I got some friends in low places. So I have some friends that are pretty uh, ratchet that will go on social media and engage and just point that person's name out, start cursing a lot of misspellings for some reason that annoys me mm-hmm. but there are people that will be messy like that and you know that person I would not I, I, I would actually just engage them privately or ask them a question privately I uh, it just depends on people's backgrounds but you would be amazed at the a lot of people that a lot of people that would just not a lot of people just don't address me. I'm sure there are some people that are just wondering, like, okay, why don't you say something? Why don't you say this? And I've been very tempted to. I'm not going to lie. Because um, I, uh, I feel a little distance from it. But I've come to find out, talking to uh, a guy recently that is black, Um, who actually has a similar position to me he feels a little distance from it or I guess it's just because we see things a certain way Um, like I said um, I'm no stranger to racism Um, there are still towns in Texas that are very small that are still racist Um, I me and one of the other trainers who was black we were just talking in a parking lot we were not arguing we were not making a scene or anything we were just talking and a police officer drove saw us and drove into the parking lot did not park in a parking space this is a big empty lot by the way um did not park in a parking spot he did not get out of his car and say hey ladies how's it going He didn't even say, hey, uh, you know, because we were on a school campus. We were um, talking after we had a camp session. This was way before the virus hit last year. And, you know, he didn't get out of his car. He just parked right behind me and just stayed in his car. None of that, just parked in his car. And we just carried on our conversation for another 30 minutes until, you know, the other trainer, she got you know, she's like, he's making me really nervous. So let's just, let's just go ahead and go. I'll talk to you later. I, we got in our cars. I was the first person to leave the parking lot. And then he decided to pull into a parking space. So it does exist. Um, and I did engage with a friend of mine. I do have conservative friends. Um. Um, I, I'm a trainer and I fully believe in getting outside of your uh, comfort zone and having friends that have different viewpoints you know i believe in keeping them as friends because i cannot change their views i'm hoping that they'll change themselves eventually but they're just not ready to have uh conversations like that but i have had conservative friends actually he's someone that is a congoer i met him going to the cons and he hung out with me and Roger um you know the guitarist and everything and now I I unfortunately look at him differently because he's saying people like George Floyd and Breonna Taylor they deserved it because they put themselves in that situation and I ask questions and I'm like you're I'm like we've interacted before You know, this isn't a case of you making this comment and I just remove you because I don't know you. I have met you. I've hung out with you and stuff like that. Now, unfortunately, I see you in a different light because if I were to get loud or if I were to get angry, would you say that I deserve to be put in handcuffs or, you know, um... Or would you see me as this angry black woman just because I get angry, which is a valid emotion? You know, I see you differently because these people aren't perfect. I choose not to call them martyrs, okay? But when I ask certain questions and you don't answer them, like, especially when it's like, what do you think about me? Because I I don't have a criminal record. Um, I have always given to society and I don't take and I never got a question answered and that kind of unnerved me I did not block him I did not delete him because I think that ends the conversation or you know I'm hoping that eventually he'll actually come to me and ask hey will this actually bother me or something happened to where this bothered me like what actually happened during that incident that I just described with the police officer, you know, and stuff like that. He's just not ready to have that conversation. A lot of people are not ready to have this conversation. It is a difficult subject. It is outside people's comfort zone, but unlike some of my liberal friends, where it's just like, if you think all lives are mattered or if you think they deserved it, you can block me or delete me as a friend. I'm like, no, I will unfollow you because I don't want to see those negative posts but you will still be my friend because you're not ready yet and I have hope that you will be ready to have this conversation okay because I'm always open for it we can agree to disagree on a lot of things there are some things though such as this where it's like every person's life needs to be respected and that's just not happening right now yeah they're just not ready to talk about it. Um, but it's uh, I mean, that I mean, I have been tempted um, to say something, but at the same time, if no one's going to directly address me and go talk to someone else, well, I sometimes take it as um the way Madonna takes it. Uh, you know, hey, at least they're talking about me. <laughs> yeah. So I'm on your mind in some way, shape or form. So if you're paying attention to me, I'm you're, you know, you're paying attention to me. So hopefully you'll actually see some content that will resonate with you. Because I'm not just putting up content that's like, okay, I just had a nap and woke up. Oh my gosh. You know, I'm talking about, hey, you know, meditate, or, hey, you know, if you cash this, look, we've got a a promo going on where you can, hey, you know, train with me for four weeks. That's one heck of a deal for free, okay? You don't have any contracts or commitments or anything like that. You get to try it for one month, or, you know, I'll have, every once in a while, I'll get creative and put up an old meme or something like that, and, you know, make a joke or whatever, but, I want to kind of make you think, you know, if I'm going to tell a joke, it's going to be a joke that makes you think, or you laugh because it's true.
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh, so. I, I mean, just having all this and also being a mom too, uh, which I mean, how was how your daughter doing uh, at this time too? That's another thing.
1: Oh, it, um, it was rougher on her than I thought. Um, she, uh, so she, uh, her, uh, her, for spring break in her school district, when spring break happened, she never went back to school after spring break. So um, prior to that, uh, she has actually started cooking and stuff like that. And I had, I think it was asparagus. <laughs> actually in the fridge that I had unfortunately not prepared and it had been there for a while and I had not taught her uh, what to look for to see if anything was spoiled. So the next thing I know, my, because my phone is on silent, my dad had picked her up from school and brought her home and she stayed home for a couple of days. I think two Wednesday and Thursday, she stayed home because she vomited, vomited more than once at school. And so the teachers wanted to take some precautions and send her home because they thought it was the flu. And so I knew it was the asparagus and I'm like, okay, my bad. (laughs) Let's throw that out. She was bummed because she had missed the major test before spring break started. So she went back on Friday. I don't know if she took any makeup tests. And then she had spring break and then she never went back to school. Uh, And my daughter is more social than I am. If this happened, if this quarantine happened when I was at the school I was at, keep in mind, I went to a private school for 12 years. And yeah, um, being at the same school for like 12 years is just, especially a school that small. It was just, I was so over it my senior year. If this had happened when I was in school, I would have been so happy because I always keep to myself. So I would have been in heaven because I don't have to dread going to school to interact with certain people. Her, on the other hand, considering she's an only child as well, she is very, very social. And so that, that took a toll on her more than what she was telling or what she was telling to me and my mother. So she's staying with my mom. She typically stays with her um, throughout the summer. And she just decided to stay over there since, you know, <laughs> school's not open. Uh, the teachers had converted to virtual, just like everybody else. They had been using Google anyway in our district. And the next thing I know, I get some emails from her teachers asking if Amelia's okay. And, you know, they said she was starting off on, She was attending the classes virtually. Then all of a sudden she just stopped. She hasn't been turning in her homework. And the last time she logged on, she looked very sad. So I had to just go over there and, you know, get her and bring her back home and just put her on a schedule. Like, I put myself on a schedule because um, even though I'm an introvert, I don't like being forced to be an introvert, you know. It's like I... I don't like the fact that I can't really go anywhere. And if I go somewhere, it's obviously different because of this quarantine. And I had a little bit of depression myself um, that I was able to get. But she was kind of suffering through her own depression. And so... I told her, I'm like, look, this is just, this is something called life. And I know a lot of people are suffering. is a tough partying this year because a lot of people don't get to graduate, like, with their friends like they normally do. Uh, Thank goodness that you're not working yet (laughs) because a lot of people are out of jobs or have been furloughed, have been laid off. Okay, so thank goodness you're not around in that stage of your life to be worried about that. Okay. You know, and I I know you, I'm like, you're, you're social. Unlike me, I would be jumping for joy on this, but you know, you, you're different. You know, you're not all the way like me. And so I'm just like, look, you're just going to come home with me. I'm going to put you on a schedule. You're going to wake up like you normally do for school. You know, you're going to eat here. I had her catch up on all of her lessons and everything. I'm just like, look, you're not, uh, you're not going to go back to grandma's until you get this done. I mean, she hadn't been practicing her violin either, and I'm just like, yeah, we got to get you back on a schedule because my mother is a grandmother, so she's not really going to enforce everything. You know, she's not her mom, so she came back with me, and I had to get her back on track, and you know, she was actually able to because she was in all advanced classes. Uh, Luckily, I'm in a district or we're in an area where the schools are really good and, you know, the teachers, you know, they care about their students. You know, I can only imagine what happens in HISD because she was in HISD for a while. Um, Because when you have so many students and you have some teachers that are disenfranchised, you've got teachers that... You know and they had to flip uh they
0: had to um oh oh it was insane connecting video um yeah i you know, i, they... I want to say like as i'm hearing you talk like every now and then your uh or your uh, video is kind of glitching in and out so there's some stirring for what you're saying but i mean for the most part i'm still able to keep up with the, uh you uh okay yeah I mean, no, I am here. I'm like I'm able to hear exactly everything you're saying, but there are times where it it will delay, uh, and that's probably because of connection. Uh, Uh So, I guess I'll I'll uh, I'll skip it to. uh, I mean, what you said about your daughter, I mean, is definitely important, uh, and uh, I think, I mean, it's a lot to be a mom and also be a fitness teacher. Uh, I mean, as, as this says, your, uh, full job, but I'm sure your, your, uh, your daughter's old enough to where she's not as crazy. Uh, I'm sure you two love each other. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah but, she's, uh, she's pretty well self-sufficient. Like right now, cause she wanted to stay a few weeks with me. Um, she's currently just hanging out with friends a few doors down. So yeah, she's pretty self-sufficient. She knows how to cook she pretty much like knows how to do everything except drive (laughs) which is a good ways off
0: so yeah well um you know what i mean uh whether or not she's able to drive it's uh i mean whatever i now i i want to kind of uh, end with one other uh i mean i I don't want to have to jump back into fitness but I, i actually had this in the back of my head uh there are so many cosplayers and and fitness uh you know uh, people who are really big into fitness and uh they always lo- they love the gym because of those uh, fitness equipment now say they I mean gyms are closed they cannot access those uh, fitness equipment say um, the the treadmill for example uh, I got the other ones but um, you know if you've been to a uh, fitness center you probably know about all the equipment I'm talking about because uh, the, it's the same uh, ones every time and
1: <laughs> wait say that again
0: I, you know all the fitness equipment uh, in a gym uh-huh. say that gyms are closed uh, again because of COVID and people can't access those gyms, or maybe people just don't really feel safe of going out to the gyms because of COVID, uh, but they don't have those that they, those equipment at home. Like, what would you say is a good replacement for um, your regular gym? In to, yeah.
1: In regards to the equipment? Oh, okay, yeah. So, um, in regards to that, you want to rev up the intensity in some way, shape, or form. So because me, um, I don't have like a garage or a a huge shed. I have a shed, but it's really small or just a place where I can put heavy weights or a bar. You want to physically increase the intensity. So let's say you don't have heavy weights. That's okay. What you can do is something called like time under tension where like, uh, let's say, of course, you don't have heavy weights for uh, bench press. So you want to do push-ups and you want to go down into a low push-up hold and hold for like five seconds. Then come up like really nice and slow. Then repeat that. So what that's going to do is that's going to engage and activate your muscles, similar to that of weights. You're just not using weights except, except for your own body. So there are ways around it. And that's what some people I know have been doing since they weren't able to go to the gym during the lockdown. Um, some of them just up their cardio, which is not bad, but if their goal is to build muscle and they don't have the equipment for it, which a lot of people don't, then, you know, there are ways to actually do it with just, with just, um, body weight or, what you can do is start adding some plyometrics and just doing it for a short amount of time, like where you're you're pushing off and using power, like doing jump squats or jump lunges, um, pull squats. Um, for I mean, for this week, uh, this week is something called Community Week. It's a very fun week that we have, or I use it as a fun week. Um, some trainers they just go ham on people and just like have their people think that they're dying. I'm not that type of person. (laughs) I'm like, this is meant to be a fun week for me and for the, uh, the campers. And so, uh, what I did since it was really, I thought it was fun. The campers thought it was crazy fun. So I did it again just more this week and I'm just looking into more songs to make exercises out of, um, Oh, sorry. Okay. If you have, um, If you have TikTok or if you've used TikTok, uh, of course, they have some of those workout challenges and some of them have been to group dance songs that you tend to hear at weddings or at karaoke bars and stuff like that or in clubs uh, when they're trying to get the DJs trying to get everybody to be on the dance floor. And so what I've done is I've made uh, hour long workouts where it's a full body workout but you're doing these, uh, group dances, but they're, you're not dancing. You're actually doing like push-ups, or you're doing squats or you're doing lunges. And so it's really getting your legs and your hips and your core. And when you're doing a plank or, or, or you know, shoulder taps or, you know, any of those exercises, um, it's a good way to stray from the norm because, when you're doing songs like that and you're timing it to a song and it's very, very simple. There's not a lot of moves involved with this. You're sweating your butt off and it's burning and sometimes these dances can seem longer than normal but because the song is catchy, because the song is repetitive, it takes your mind off of doing the exercise. Uh, When I do it myself, um, there are some songs that I still have not been able to finish all the way through, but I have noticed a change. Like my stomach gets crazy flat, you know, and, um, you, know, you know, just stuff like that. Um, and my legs burn less the more that I do certain songs, but I start to see the tone. So sometimes for people that are in the gym, and they want to get stronger, or just no matter, or if they've hit a plateau even. Sometimes doing different things like that, switching it up, something that'll confuse your body is actually really good for it. And considering the amount of time that we had under lockdown, that's really all you need. You know, usually to start seeing a change before you switch to something else would be about six to eight weeks. You know, if you wanna switch up your activity, you want to switch it up every six to eight weeks you want to change exercises or certain ways that you perform those exercises in about that time so um i mean there's a a ton of ways um me my camp uh, how do i say it in comparison to um some locations or some trainers that have been training for years they have a lot of equipment that they have built up over the years like they'll have tires they'll have uh old fire hoses from fire departments that they've used they'll have a bunch of big bands and stuff like that and like a bunch for a huge group of people they'll have a bunch of jump ropes and stuff like that um me since i'm just starting oops (laughs) (laughs) gosh my stand's acting funny okay for me that um Someone that's just starting out, of course, that's uh, trying to build as I grow. I have a certain amount of things, but I also get creative with what I have and what I don't have. Sometimes I just tell people, hey, we're not going to use weights, okay? Or, you know, hey, grab something in the house. A lot of people have a table or a dining table. So, hey, you can actually do some type of pull-up, you know, if you have a towel, you can actually work on your calves, or you, uh, or you can work on your abs using just a towel. Okay, so there's a lot of things that you can get creative with without having to use weights. I mean, I lost weight without using weights. the The program that before the prior to the virus taking over was very similar to. Uh, camp gladiators you know i was uh outside it was a mixture of cardio and strength training and every once in a while the trainer would um break out a battle rope or he would break out some sandbags every once in a while but not too often and you know he would you know break us up that was prior to it but you know even during the um Like during the quarantine, if somebody did, um, let's say someone didn't buy a jump rope, that's perfectly fine. You can pretend that you uh, you have one and still try to mimic having a jump rope. So you're still getting your calves, you know, so you're still engaging your core. So just because you don't have it doesn't mean that you're still not going to be able to hit that particular body part that you're looking for or that you're looking to hit or engage. There's always ways around it.
0: So Yeah. Anyway, I enjoy talking to you always. I mean it's just so good and even seeing your wonderful face uh for so long. It's been a while. Uh even though that every just every few times while you're talking your uh the the screen is like blurring up its pixelating a lot, but uh that's just because of uh connection stuff. But I mean at least I can hear you uh, for, for pretty much the whole time but i i mean yeah this is i mean all of this is really important what you're saying and i'm just really grateful just that you have were in my life for any capacity of what you do and i mean just just being a happy lady is just lifting spirits up uh, yeah, i mean uh, outside of lifting weights i know you say you're an introvert so i mean i get the the happiness but i mean i i do miss you but uh i know i'm i'm very i'm very loving uh, uh towards friends and i'd consider you one so i i don't know uh anyway yeah. what uh where do people find uh you know the the what's the website for uh the fitness training pro- program that you've got uh, i know that you've said geisha fitness but is there anything anything else you want to plug in
1: Um, No, the best way to do it is to just message me. And what I'll do is I'll get you set up. So that's the thing. You don't even have to uh, worry about going to website. Like currently my website itself is currently going under construction right now. Um, And I do intend to just uh, put up. uh, Well, there's once again, well, there's no, well, that's the thing. There's really not a link.
0: Okay. So, so yeah, that's a, that's So a just, thing. So, uh, Geisha yeah, you just Fitness. message me and I'll get you set up. Yeah. Okay. All right. Uh-huh. Well, uh, there you have it. Uh, um, Laney Jackson, who is Geisha Fitness, an amazing woman. And I just, happy to see her. Uh, but even to tell her about the wonderful things she does and, you know, how she's even reacting, uh, to all this. Uh, cause I think you're, take is very interesting but anyway uh we've had a great uh talk and i uh you know i i hope you had a great i hope the rest of this week is even better than uh today and that you just no matter what happens you just stay being you and then by the end of it when COVID is gone and you're in that place where uh your uh, job or your job is allowing you to go to cons again i mean you know yeah But until then, I mean, I'll uh, talk to you later, and I hope you have a wonderful night.